And the question for this week is, do you talk about contraception? And welcome back to Sitting in a Car. I'm Sarah Sproul and I sit in a car with you each week answering a question to help you raise your confident and caring young person who respects themselves and the people around them. Okay, let's talk about contraception. <laughs> this question came from a parent who was at one of my information evenings and it was in relation to whether we talk about contraception in the classroom when we're doing relationship and sexuality education. Now, you know that I live in Ireland and I provide that sort of education for 11 and 12 year olds. Schools get me in to do that part of the curriculum. And um, contraception is not on the curriculum for 11 and 12 year olds, even though the World Health Organization says that that is something that 11, you know, 9 to 12 year olds can start learning about and understand. And remember, you will know that my approach to all these conversations is that we are laying the groundwork with um, fundamental basic information to the point where we're building up a pyramid of more and more information till we get to the point where our young person is going to have to make decisions for themselves. And we have given them all the basics, all the information that's going to help them make decisions that support their health, their happiness, and their ability to respect and communicate with other people, right? So that's the context in which we will be thinking about giving them information about contraception. Not because that they will need it right now, but because later on it's going to inform decisions that they make. So in Ireland, uh, relationship and sexuality education does not cover anything to do with contraception at primary school level. And some parents might say, yep, that's fair enough. But what I know to be true is that the earlier we can have conversations with our children about topics that they won't need yet, but is useful for them to have as a groundwork, the easier it's going to be in the long term. It's much easier to talk to a, a child between 9 and 12 about condoms and things like that than it will be to talk to your painfully awkward 16, 17 or 18 year old young person. So what you're doing is you're doing yourself a favor by getting in and having these conversations early. You're developing the culture in the family that you can talk about these sort of things and you're making it easier for your young person as well because the younger they are, the less awkward they're going to be. They're still going to be awkward. Let's just call a spade a spade, but we're doing the best we can, right? So in Ireland, your um, classroom teacher can't talk about contraception at the ages where your young person is going to be able to understand the information. So that leaves an opportunity for you to do this stuff at home. Now, if you don't live in Ireland, you need to find out what your Department of Education's curriculum is around this sort of stuff. But the World Health Organization, as I've said, does say that children between 9 and 12 have the capacity to understand the basic ideas about being able to plan our family, about being able to decide when we choose to create new humans. Now, um, you can talk about the myths with your children about contraception. So one of the myths I heard this week was that if you douche with Coca-Cola, then you're not going to get pregnant after unprotected sex. Um, another one I heard is you can't get pregnant on your period, which isn't necessarily true because some people's cycles are so short that they are ovulating around the time that they are on their period. Uh, another myth is that you can't get pregnant the first time you have intercourse, penis vagina intercourse, because obviously there's lots of types of sex. Another one is that you can't get pregnant if you have sex standing up. Like all this stuff, keep in mind that if 
children and young people don't have information. They are going to make stuff up. They are absolutely going to make stuff up. So it's our responsibility to give them accurate information. We also can give the idea that it's the responsibility of all the people in the intimate encounter to talk about contraception. Um, it's not just the responsibility of the person that has the penis, or it's not just the responsibility of the person that has the vagina, because we're talking about you know, intercourse that can create new humans. Um, it's the responsibility of two people together. And this is a conversation they need to have. And we can say to our, our young people that if you don't feel confident having a conversation about contraception, then maybe it's a sign that you need to delay having that sort of intimate encounter. Because um, if we are responsible enough to talk about contraception, then maybe we are also responsible enough to take on all the, um, the results of having um, intercourse or sex with someone else. Um, we need to also talk about the fact that some methods of contraception aren't just about stopping a pregnancy, they can also have the added benefit of um, reducing the chances of getting any sexually transmitted infections. Now that's another conversation um, and I can do a video about, video about that too, but just for the moment let's not just focus on the fact that we're um, preventing pregnancy but also there are other things that we can prevent as well. And finally the last point to make is that young people need to understand that getting pregnant is not a foregone conclusion. Sometimes as adults, we are so worried about ensuring that our young people don't have to deal with the um, uh, unplanned pregnancy and all the decisions that will be involved in that and all the changes in life that might come with that. But we also need to make them aware that, aware that fertility is not a foregone conclusion. Some of us are not fertile and are not able to make new humans. And that's an important conversation to have earlier on because when we can um, give our children that information about their body we are allowing them to get used to that idea that um, making new humans is not something that everyone can do even if they are able to make sperm or even if they have eggs. So um, if we can let our young people know that fertility does actually reduce um, at particular points of life then we also allow them to make informed decisions about how they want to, if they want to, create new humans and when they want to fit that into their life. A lot of adults come to me and say that they were never told that their fertility decreases over time. And so they were putting things off and putting things off until they got to the point where they felt ready to have children. And then there was difficulties and problems. And so it's okay to talk about complexities around family planning with our young people. If you feel comfortable, you can talk about any issues you might have had. And I would always say from in this that we don't talk about wounds that we have if we feel really upset and sad about fertility challenges that we might have had then we may not be able to talk about it with our young people but if that's something we've come through and we have you know processed all those experiences we had and maybe we've talked to a therapist about it and we can comfortably talk about that part of our human journey, then that can be something useful for young people to understand. And that's sitting in a car for another week where I've answered a question to help you raise your confident and caring young person who respects themselves and the people around them. Bye for now.